Well, this is a podcast all about how my mom protects my team from plows. So I'd like to take the place that own days me, bro. Eternal is the dirtles, the sneak is the show. Shops is where we tap blackboard of lands. On the stack is where we strategize most of our plans. Underground dark red cast ad nod. Stop by force of will plus a storm you just lost. Went into game two thinking gotta go off. Couple lotus pedals hit the tabletop. I'm fighting one little counter war mind break trap. Guess you gotta go with goblins without flashback. Flipping delvers day after day, and Tom Agorth is no longer seeing play. I delved an angler, then I named you a true name, then I swung in for lethal mini progen is a shame. Chalas, yo, this is bad. Locking one cost spells on the play like that. Is this what Dex with Aldrazi looking like? Shit, this game's gonna be tight. But wait, I got K Command Edict and all that. Is this the kind of draw I need to steal this game back? They got a thought, not Cavern to Smasher. I hope I can hack it in the winning in bracket. I lost. Sack to the best card off the top of my deck, and I yelled for a judge. Judge! I looked at my board, and I saw it's not there. I didn't be bored. I'm a wizard in pairs. Hello, and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me this week, both Nathan Golia and Phil Blackman are here. Got the whole team. Wow, whole team. Wow. Yeah, I didn't do my homework, though, so I'll let you guys take this one away. Dude, I did <laughs> so much cheat. homework. I like. I just studied up. I'm ready to go. Yeah, we had an assignment, and I just didn't do it. But it's going to be fun to talk about, because I'm cheating right now like I, I, by putting it together. It means this is you like get, scribbling. You, you get to be moderator. Should we say what the homework assignment was? Yeah. The so homework the homework assignment, assignment was... Uh, Five cards that you think will uh, go into Modern from Legacy. So because we have this Modern Horizon set coming in, uh, we wanted to, you know, uh, sort of tertiary to the Legacy conversation is that some of these cards from Legacy that we love will probably be seeping into Modern, making Modern a more tolerable format. Um, uh, but, you know, it's interesting to think about what, uh, what cards will be put into uh, Modern uh, from Legacy. Then what they can also do is like what they've already done with a couple of their spoilers is they can just put essentially variants of cards that are powerful in Legacy into Modern if they're too powerful for Modern as is. So they'll create other things like Cabal Therapist that we can talk about where it's just like if they do things like that with a bunch of the powerful cards in Legacy, then that's also going to give Legacy a boon because then you're just going to get a density of redundancy. Like a Tiger's Eye Diamond? Yeah, Tiger's Eye Diamond. Right. Tiger's yeah. Nose Diamond. Tiger's, Tiger's Eye Diamond, dude. Course. So good. You know, there's a there's a clothing company called Passive Juice Motel. And <laughs> I was like, I, my wife, it was like a kid's clothing company. My wife bought a Passive Juice Motel shirt for my kid. And I said, that is a dorky name. She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, like Neutral Milk Hotel. She said, Oh, I'm like you didn't get it. You love Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> at least you. At least her answer wasn't who's who's Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> oh, she likes Neutral Milk Hotel more than me. Uh, well, I mean that's that's not that hard, but you know, <laughs> she she actually likes Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. Um, so we were gonna think up come up with five cards, and and here's the thing that I thought was funny. 
that you guys sent your list of five, and then I was like, I don't have the energy to think about this. What did other people say? And that's going to be my contribution. But I thought it was interesting. Zach's list, especially, what um, is stuff that is not that far off from being playable in Legacy. Phil's stuff is all stuff that is played in Legacy, but is like a tier down. And then I was like, you guys are all on drugs. And I think it's going to be lower tier stuff than that. But maybe we'll get some cool cards that don't get played in Legacy anymore, but can be played again. So you want to do your list first, Zach? Uh, well, let's let's trade back and forth here. I think that's that that's worked for us in, in the past. Okay. Um, so my uh, first, uh, I'll I'll go in order of uh, let's go in order of most likely to least likely. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Baleful Strix. You're high. You think I'm high? There's no way. There's no, no you way. Think, you know, I, I think Baleful Strix is a card that, like, might as well be in modern already. Like, I think that card, like, does modern things, and it's just, like, a great curve filler for decks that want to do that thing. I think it's overpowered. I think it's just as bad as Deathrite Shaman, and that, that card should not exist. Bill, do you have a Baleful Strix opinion? I think if... I, I think there's enough things in Modern that just don't give a shit about Baleful Strix because the format is... Like... The, the, the format to me is way less about let me get my incremental value as much as it is who's just doing the more busted shenanigans. That's where I'm coming from. Like, okay, I, I, let's I, take a I look. agree. I don't think they should put it in Modern just because I think the, it would be... It's like... I don't know, like, it, the card's too easy. You know, there's, like, it just goes in anything that has those colors. But I don't think that the format is anywhere near about incremental value control. Well, we should okay. take a quick look well, at what the format even looks like, right? Well, I was going to do that. I got Here's what I got. I've got the top... I'm on the format staples page mm -hmm. here on Goldfish, which is the best we're going to do right now. Here are the top creatures played in Legacy. Number one, Delver's Secrets. Number two, Stoneforge Mystic. Banned in Modern. Number three, Trudy Nemesis. Not legal in Modern. Number four, Dark Confidant. Number five, Thalia. Number six, Baleful Strix. So you think that the sixth most played creature in Legacy is going to go into Modern. Here's the top creatures in Modern. One, Noble Hierarch. Two, Snapcaster Mage. Three, Arclight Phoenix. Four, Simeon Spirit Guide. <laughs> Sorry. Obvious creature. <laughs> uh, five, Monastery Swiss Spear. Six, Street Wraith. Okay, I guess, like, number eight, Tarmogoyf, number nine, Thing in the Ice. That that gets me to thinking that they don't need Baleful Strix, though. Like, yeah. if you just... Those cards go away if if Baleful Strix is printed. I don't think that's good. Sure, but let's let's real quick look and, look and see what the decks are. You've got Isaac Phoenix, which doesn't really care about Baleful Strix. You've got Dredge, which, again, doesn't really care about Baleful Strix. Burn, same. Uh, Grixis Shadow kind of cares about it. Um, Tron... Doesn't you care put, about it. If you put Strix into modern, you pretty much can then just build legacy Grixis control. Sure. With Shocklands. Yeah, but then, you know, it's like you don't have him, so you have yeah. to, like, fill that slot, but, like, whatever. You know, just having something else that you can pair really powerfully with your uh, K command is just going to be super high value. Yeah. But, How does putting Baleful Strix in a format where there's already a dearth of attacking creatures make it so there's more attacking creature decks 
all you end up with is the one Baleful Strix deck and everyone that ignores Baleful Strix. I'm that's just saying, I'm, yeah, I'm what, just saying, like, I yeah, exactly. I think that it, it's it's a card that's fine to throw in, throw into the format because I don't think it will change much. I think that uh, adding adding this in gives you a card that like people are going to want to mess around with a little bit. But like, you look at the top three decks are Is It Phoenix, Dredge, and Burn, and those don't really care about your opponent drawing a card, tapping out for two mana. Like, Is It Phoenix? Like, if you block one of their phoenixes, they're going to get back later on anyhow. And, like, Burn is just going to be like, oh, thanks for putting a Searing Blaze target into pet play, you know? My, my idea for that, stuff, I, though, is I don't think they're going to put Strix in Legacy because there's certain cards, like, I, I personally don't think things like, obviously, like, Brainstorm isn't going to be put in, but I also don't think, like, Force is going to be put in. I don't think things like Wasteland are going to be put in. There are certain, like, foundational cards that build, that are the Legacy format that are, you know, it's like, you can't go into a format not thinking about those cards. and the cards that are foundationally legacy, like the experience of legacy, or like as Forsyth said, the transgressive cards that need a place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of those like transgressive legacy cards are going to move into modern because if they do, then it just becomes diet legacy. And I get that they don't support legacy really, but like at a certain point, like them putting the like the the cards that make legacy what legacy is into modern makes no sense because then you don't have any differentiation of format. And it feels really weird to just be like, that would be like, hey guys, like Moxon are now legal back in Legacy. I agree with your sentiment, Phil, but I don't feel like that that uh, Baleful Strix is, is a card like that. Which, in, in truth, that is the reason why I like uh, uh, pre-modern over middle school. It's the same is the same reason because middle school just feels like Diet Legacy, whereas pre-modern feels like a completely different format. Right. Right. And I think I think that's the object. That's why I found your list so interesting, Zach. Because yours was very, I don't know. I, I felt yours was was very much like it's gonna be like playing Legacy in 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 modern. But I don't actually think the, the five cards you picked are enough for that. But I think it it's that's where the the line goes. Phil, do you want to go? Yeah. Yeah, my first pick was Leovold. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I think in, like. There are so much more removal played in modern. Like the number one played card is Bolt. That doesn't remove creatures in modern. Bolt? That just kills you. That kills you because you just took like 18. I don't know. Like there there isn't a bug deck really. Like maybe people play fringe like bug control or whatever. Yeah. Um, But even if you are like... I think that Leovold is is like an easy like add-in into modern because one... There's no cantrips for it to really oppress. And then, like, the shell that Leovold was originally in was, like, the most busted mana dork that's ever been printed. And then it also has, like, Strix and him and other cards that I don't think they're going to put into this set. So I think having a conspiracy mythic to, like, help push the set and also, like, it's an elf. It uh, is a card that is unlike any other card in modern right now. And it's like a known legacy playable that's now very fringy. And I think it's just like, I don't know. It seems like an easy mythic to to put into the set, especially since it was just reprinted in uh, the uh, the recent Ultimate what was it, Masters? Masters set? Ultimate, Ultimate Masters? Masters. Yeah. So like, its price went from thirty down to like eight. I okay. I don't disagree with you on on this, Phil. Uh, I I think that uh, a card like this does a lot less in a format where there are no free counter spells. 
There's um, no free counter spells, and it's like it says you can't draw more than one card a turn. There's no brainstorm or ponder for that to really matter. Yeah, it just basically stops storm if you're a deck that doesn't traditionally do well against storm. Faithless Looting is a number two played card in modern. <laughs> Seer of Visions is number five. Vandamorphose is number nine. Um, okay, I I think that from what I said about Baleful Strix, I I don't think Leovold is as polarizing, but I do think it is miserable. And they, I don't know if they're going for misery. I don't think they're it's going to. It's a three to... mana play, and it's only miserable <laughs> when we're trying to cast our cantrips. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I, I don't. I, I would say it's more likely than Bale Strix, but I, I think it's funny that you said it right after we just made the case for why Bale Strix <laughs> is not going to mo- in modern. No, because there, there's like tactically, Leovold is like a positional card, where Baleful Strix is just like an easy value card, right? Like, Belfast Strix is never going to be dead. It may be slow. Yeah. But Le- like, Leovold is going to be dead because you need to have three colors of mana and you don't have a good setup card, as good setup cards in Bug. I can see where you're coming from. And also, I, like, the top-tier decks don't give a shit about targeting you. Like, uh, what's the top deck? Is it Phoenix? Yeah. Don't Death they... Shadow? Like... But the the thing that are targeting you by really the time Leobold's like, on the table, like those things aren't don't matter anymore. Well, that's the thing. The Death Shadow being a thing means that Leobold Leobold isn't blocking it for value like Strix is, and I think that that matters. But we'll see. I don't know. If um, anything, I think Leobold might be underpowered in modern. It's certainly underpowered in Legacy, just because you can't get it into play, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna just do what I said, which is do which is cheating and uh, uh, Eric Virgo. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. I hope you're listening. Um, I've seen Eric, his list. He put. He put. I was like, oh man, I didn't do this. And then luckily, Eric put four cards down. And I'm gonna. I like a couple of them. The number one card that he put that I love, Pernicious Deed. I think that's a good modern card. I agree. It is like a. It is a expensive wrath, and it also like kind of. It's like a good safety valve card to have if something gets out of control. Humans being a good deck that, you know, can kind of swarm, you know, this kind of puts something in there that can help. Um, and Is I don't Lantern think still it, a deck? It, it probably shuts down Lantern. No, Lantern plays Pithing Needle. Ah, well, nice that? deed. <laughs> but I agree. Deed, deed seems like a, a, a hard lock. Sure. That's why I was thinking that when I, I was thinking about cards that haven't been played in Legacy in a while, but are good and could help. On that same axis, I think that you, for the same argument, you could put in Toxic Deluge. Is that, was that one of yours? It wasn't on the list, but you just made me think of it by saying deed. Okay, so I thought we were doing a snake. Let's go, let's go to Zach. Anyway, I don't think I have much to say about Pernicious Deed. Thank you, Eric, for that. And thank you to all the people I'm about to steal your ideas from who I saw on the internet. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm yeah. 100% behind this. I'm positive, positive that this card is going to be in. Uh, and that card is Counterspell. I agree. Yeah, Counterspell is probably the, the, the easiest shoe-in of the whole set. It seems like they were trying to get Counterspell into Modern because they talked about putting it in Dominaria. Yeah. So, they just didn't want to ruin Standard. You know, you know, that blue deck would be awesome. With, then the blue they were, deck, I they were like, guys, we really right? want to get Counterspell into Standard, but it might be too powerful. How about Quench? <laughs> <laughs> what is Quench? Is that a Quench card? is Mana League for two. Oh god! <laughs> it's mana leak if they pay two, so it's spell pierce for two mana. Good. Okay, Phil, 
Well, we all agree on Counterspell. Good. Phil. Yo, I'm ready to be the monarch. I think Palace Jailer's making its way into modern. I don't Palace disagree with Jailer. Palace Jailer, but I think that the monarch thing it hasn't hit modern yet, and that might be the only thing that stops it. Judge, uh, yes, can you please explain the game state? Well, first off, I am the monarch. <laughs> I love being the monarch. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I should really, I should really buy some monarch cards. Uh, I don't think there's a problem with this card making it into modern. I think it's possible. I, yeah, it's a I four mana. It's a four mana one for one that draws you a card, and Jace is legal in modern. Yeah, I think. I mean, I um, think overall the card, the card, and the value of the card is fine. I just think that like then they had to put monarch into modern, which is. You know, they're only going to put so many uh, mechanics into this set as, like, a limited thing, uh, I think. So uh, I think that it, it'll be determinate upon whether or not Monarch exists in this set. Yeah. Well, I think Monarch is like something that they are actually interested in getting into Modern anyway, because Monarch was originally going to be an Ixalan. Okay. So, like, when they were testing, like, Rosewater has, has uh, talked about the originally they designed monarch before city's blessing for ixalan is to like you know all of the tribes are like vying yeah, yeah, yeah. for the, the so you could be like the vampire or queen or the tyrannosaurus rex yeah so like that was originally <laughs> the thing and then the guys like in conspiracy <laughs> were all like hey, we actually need this mechanic to make conspiracy work because we don't have anything better and so they were like okay conspiracy gets monarchy and then we'll just make the city's blessing yeah okay um I can't find the person who came up with this, but I liked the idea. It was Unearth. That is because, as the poster on the source, who I, I cannot find the post now. I'm sorry if you're if it's you and you want to let me know, I will give you credit. Um, their point was they've been putting, they've put multiple times two or less uh, reanimation in standard now. Mm -hmm. uh, there was you know from with claim to fame and that white black hybrid card that bumping it up to uh, three and you know, having a cycling, another cycling card for whatever reason is something that that could be seen. In and cycling already exists in the form of stuff from Ixalan, so we're good on that. Or not Ixalan, the other one. Amonkhet, it's also yeah. in Shards of Alara. Yeah. Um. Okay, Zach. All right, Uh. so Containment Priest. Containment Priest. Containment Priest seems like a hard lock to me. Yeah, I can't think of a reason not to really, other than it's... Containment yeah. Priest deals with Dredge and Is It Phoenix as well. Um, am I wrong on Is It Phoenix? No, it works. On yeah, yeah. Uh, so so that, that's... A, that, you know, White gets all the great sideboard cards in Modern. I think this is a wonderful... You know, it, it's also another card that you can slot into humans in the main deck. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, that, that would be the only... Well, I guess. It, it turns off their Aether Vial, but, you know... They don't need to use it. If their containment priest is coming in, I guess they don't need to. Uh, they don't need to use their aether vial. Yeah. Because they've got bigger, bigger problems. Okay. Bill. Oh, am I up? Yeah. All right. My next pick is. Uh, hold on. Let me find my list here. All right. Uh, Dak, the greatest thief in the multiverse. The red-handed Dak. Yeah, Dak Faden. There's, there's like. Zero percent chance that Dak isn't in this set, right? I really like Dak as this for this for this format too. 
He's yeah. got to be in this set, right? Yeah, I think I think also Dak does does the a lot of the stuff that you you want to do in modern, which is drawing cards and putting them in your graveyard. It gives you the graveyard strategy. It gives you the drawing extra card strategy. Um, it's Dude. three mana, so it's like not you know three mana is is iffy in modern uh, right now. It's like if you're not winning the game by tapping three mana, you have to assume that your if your opponent is going to his fourth turn, he can get you. His plus one is the second most played card in modern. True. Yeah, it's it, it's different when it's not one mana, but yes. But I think Dak is I think Dak is just the kind of card they could put into modern. It's something that's yeah, it's playable because it's a it's a three mana planeswalker, and um, I think that's something that they could like. It's not gonna be super busted with anything that doesn't already exist as busted. Like it doesn't make Phoenix more busted because that deck has like eighteen lands in it. They're not cast. They're not tapping three of them very often. I mean, it so. does go nicely with Jace. I think Dak will make no his way in this set, and then he will actually be a modern all-star. I think he'll be a staple, and I think it'll be great. Good. That's a good. That's a good call. I like Dak. I hope it's in. And um, like, he's also a walker that incidentally will have legitimate targets in the format. Like, if you go up against Affinity and then you slam a Dak to minus. Yeah. Same uh, Tron. You know, like yeah. It's that's not a, that's not a terrible uh, uh, point actually. It is an out to worm coil engine. Yep. Um, this card is the, one of the first cards I thought of that I kind of hope makes it into modern. Um, and it's, it's I'm not stealing this idea, but yes, veteran explorer. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Pernicious deed, unearth, and now veteran explorer. Yeah, no, I just think veteran explorer is a fun effect that leads to fun decks being it, built. It works well with cabal therapist. Right, and you know what's <laughs> funny is I, I, I was like, I would have put Cabal Therapy on this list because I thought it was there's enough. It's, it's not like a guaranteed win all the time. You know, you don't always get a card. Oh with yeah, it. yeah. But then they made Cabal Therapist, so maybe they'll make a Veteran Explorer that gets one land. Or something I wonder how many this. of these cards that we're mentioning just get a weird creature version of them, like putting like instead of like they get some sort of weird mishmash of like Cabal Therapist instead yeah. of the cards that we name. Yeah. Right. We should have we should have paid better attention. Like there's but, a, yeah. a, a baleful strix that's a, that's like a sorcery, <laughs> so you can't like get it back. Destroy target attacking creature. Draw a card. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like a pernicious dude. Pernicious dude. I've been trying to get that <laughs> name to stick to Ugin forever. Yeah. Um, okay, Zach, your turn. All right. Uh, this one. Uh, I, I think I think this was this one's iffy based on the mechanic. But uh, Council's Judgment. Council's Judgment. So that's Council's Dilemma as, is the uh, mechanic. And so if they don't decide to add other Council's Dilemma cards, I don't think you'll see Council's No, judgment. the mechanic is Will of the Council, right? Will of the Council, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, the reason I don't, I, I would say no to Council's Judgment is because, of, and also because I don't think there's like a, there's like a needed target for it that couldn't be solved by <clears throat> Vindicate. Yeah. You perhaps, know what I'm saying? Perhaps. <laughs> because like you know, like Karn doesn't have like any sort of shroud. There's no like, well, I guess there's Bogles though, right? Mm -hmm. Huh. Yep. Just it's just a, a a a answer all sort of situation. I mean, there's no vindicate unless one of you guys want to want to mention vindicate, um, but vindicate does not exist uh, in in this format. Yeah, I was gonna mention vindicate, but you mentioned council judgment, so I was gonna think of something else. Um, yeah, I think that yeah. Now that I forgot about Bogles, which everyone hates. 
Um, so I could see that as like just an additional lot to that. Um, Bill, unless you have something to Bill. say about council's judgment, it's on to you. Yeah, I I think councils if they put in council's judgment, like if they go with will of the council, then I would say that they're not going to put in the monarchy because they're not just going to put all of conspiracy in. Um, but I don't think council's judgment. Obviously, I don't think it's overpowered by any means. Um, yeah. I think they might do like council's judgment to me seems more like one of those cards they could easily turn into a creature. <laughs> And just be like, you know, like actual will of the council. The council. Just a guy yeah, named Will. It's, it's William of the council, I think, <laughs> is just the dude who does that. Um, my next oh, card the is... puns are so, uh, so I got big this, this episode. Unexpectedly absent. Okay. Unexpectedly absent. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I like that. Because it's not busted, but it's flexible, and it's cool. That's a good one. I like I like that. It's also it. great because if your opponent uh, fetches and you unexpectedly absent his thing, it's very much like uh, you know a, a, a submerge onto a Tarmogoyf. Like when your opponent fetches, you're like, ha ha ha, gotcha. Shuffle that into your deck. Yeah, yeah. I like the I like the tucking. I the like I think the cards that are efficient but don't permanently deal with the thing unless you do other tricky shenanigans. I think are uh, like easily put into modern because there's a lot of there's just like a lot of play that you can do to interact with those kinds of cards. And then they're not actually dealing with your threat. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's like, there's a lot of different decision-making that comes along with a card like that. Like the yeah. play, the replayability of that card is just really high to me. It's yep. it, the other thing I, I would say about this is it puts, it puts like a blue white X control back on the map, which is, you know, has been dead for a while because Tron's been taking over and it just has such a bad matchup against Tron. Is like tucking a uh, a Karn uh, just so that you can like untap and counter it the next turn seems pretty good. Yeah, nothing to disagree with there. Um, am I up? You are up. Oh, I really wanted to use Vindicate, but I don't think I can because it's used Council's Judgment. Um, I'm going to go with Psychotog. Psychotog? You know, I just played uh, some middle school with my friend Stu down in Texas when I was there last week, and I played Psychotog. That is one fun card. Were you playing the <laughs> upheaval never... version? No, I was playing Psychotog and like accumulated knowledge and like a morphling thing. Like I had four counter spells. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Just put counter spell and Psychotog into modern. What could go wrong? I like, but that's a kind. That's like a creature you can you can mess around with. You know, and yeah, maybe Psychotog. Zach, it's on to you. All right. Well, this has to do with my last pick. Uh, I think Trinity Nemesis is coming back, guys. Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> you're you are you're off. Zach Zach is off this week, guys. <laughs> no, I, I truly do. I think that uh, I think that um, Merfolk could use the push. Uh, I, Blue Merfolk is could use the push. Merfolk could use the push. <laughs> Blue is is probably the worst color in this in this format. Number um, one played deck is it is it Phoenix? Yeah, but that's not a blue deck. Come on. What's that? What's that blue about that's it? That's a graveyard deck. That doesn't even that doesn't even care about blue as much as is like oh yeah I drew some cards or whatever that's fine. I'm talking about like being able to play like uh, sort of like a Delver plan or or like a control like a blue blue X control plan. Um, this gives you a finisher and and the de the format uh, as far as like the control end is concerned. 
is is lousy with uh, really good uh, options for uh, Wraths, and it's not like people haven't played Wraths. No um, one's playing Psychotog if TNN is legal. True. <laughs> true. I'm sorry. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> Uh, here's here's the thing. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. One is there's no Stoneforge Mystic, and there's no Imazawa's Gta. So there's that. Correct. Noble Hierarch is the most played card in the format, and I think that you know it becomes about powering out True Name Nemesis, and that same problem as Baleful Strix just takes every other card off the menu, uh, every other creature off the menu, which I don't like. I don't know um, that it does though. I, I think like three damage a turn isn't the same in, in this format as it is in uh, Legacy, where you can protect yourself for that long. You can't protect yourself by slamming, like, a ter- like a, a turn three Trinity Nemesis and being like, oh, I'm shields down. Oh, did you just go off with Storm? Like, and, and you still have to get in for seven turns, you know, or, like, you know, let's say four or five turns. You still have to, like, turn sideways for four or five turns. So I, I don't think that it's as as punishing in this format like you can end the game much faster than doing three three damage a turn oh, i just hate true nemesis <laughs> zero zero percent chance that tan ends in this set <laughs> actual actual zero so they you saw my knowledge uh, that tnn yeah. is a piece of shit design phil you saw one-on-one. my uh my uh uh brain bike cap right no <laughs> Is that a no? no, I guess not. Like, you Wait, might have say, to what eat, are you saying? eat one again? of my bike caps uh, if if uh, True Name Nemesis is uh, is in. True Name Nemesis just does nothing. It does nothing to help anybody do anything, especially enjoy themselves. Well, the enjoy themselves is besides the point because we're talking about modern here. <laughs> His first card was Leopold. <laughs> no, um, I, I I don't know. I think it's too. I think it's too. It's one of those like too busted in the future cards. I. I so I will agree with with that much. I don't. I'm not guaranteeing. This is my my fifth card. So this is my like yeah. reach out and Hail try Mary. and try and get there. But uh, this, like I said, we're bringing back a council's judgment. So uh, you know, at least you have an answer to turning. Oh wait, Bogles is in the format. Yeah. Well, I gotta talk to my son for a second. So yeah. I yeah, think... just just what Bogles needs something else to piss everybody off with. <laughs> I mean, dude. But that's the thing with Boggles is like your opponent casts a sacrifice a creature spell and the and it's over. Like goodbye, Trinity Nemesis. Yeah, man. They, that's what that's what the guys in the play test design team are doing over at Wizards. They're like, hey guys, can we prop up Boggles a little bit? That that deck is really <laughs> what we want the format to be to be about. We need to we need to prop this deck up. Give uh, them give them give them the three one progenitus. All I'm saying that. is that you can get a progenitus on turn three if you really try. <laughs> or like Elish Norn, you know. I, I I bet my entire list against against uh, Zach on TNN. Okay. What's your fifth card? What's the, Let's finish your list. We're, Mine? We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Uh, let me check here. Stifle. Stifle? I would love Stifle in this format. Oh, think- it's... It's I think so Stifle close. is so incidental. Yeah, I mean, that's a fetch land format. Oh, Let's I would see. just love to be able to play Stifle and like be like, oh no, I'm playing against Tron. They're like, all right, I'll Karn, and you're like Stifle, and then you just like kill it the next turn. <laughs> yeah, Stifle. I I don't know. One mana land destruction, but is it the kind of thing that's needed? I'm looking at the top. Let's look at the top decks again. 
You got Phoenix, it's, Dredge, Burn, Death Shadow, Tron, Bant Spirits, Affinity, Humans, The Rock. Stifle, huh? I don't think well, Stifle they... does much aside from just like Tempos people. Yeah. It'd be like in a blue, blue red fairy deck. Play more lands. Decks in modern play more lands too. Yeah. This is a Phoenix deck has four Scalding Turn, two Polluted Delta, so only six fetches. Has four Spire Bluff Canal. But huh. you could stifle the Phoenix. There's also no wasteland. <laughs> you could stifle the thing in the ice too. Yep. Well, if you stifle the thing in the ice to remove the counter, you can't stifle the transform. You can't st yeah, the transform doesn't stifle. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, remove a nice counter from Thing in the Ice. Then, if it has no... So you stifle the last counter removal. Yeah, because otherwise it'll just check again. Let me tell you something, brother. You're here listening to this Eternal Dirtles podcast, but what you need to do is go over to Eternal Dirtles Patreon www.patreon.com slash eternal turtles and show your support brother yeah what the a set of arc life phoenixes online is 243 dollars and 92 cents dude if you want to talk about prices look at surgical extraction 63.93 wait okay uh yeah, how's stifle. that feel how's 63.93 for your rare feel <laughs> That's that's one of the most expensive cards on Magic Online, I bet. Um, sorry, I got distracted by that because I thought I was looking at the paper. <laughs> I thought I was looking at the paper prices, and I realized I wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I Stifle feels like the kind of card they wouldn't put into Modern, but I I don't know what I'm basing that on. Because it was in Scourge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Scourge. I mean, like. Speaking of Scourge, like there's just like some other throwaways, like Goblin Ringleader should probably just be in the format. Yeah, Eric Virgo uh, like, had that. That was Eric's idea too, so we'll yeah. use that. Oh, one. there you go. I think Sanctum Goblin. Sanctum Prelate could be in the format. Sanctum Prelate. I don't know if the humans being so good. Eric had uh, at, uh, what's it called? Recruit the White Recruiter on his list, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not going to get in. With like all of DNT. Like oh there. man, you want to know what card would be super interesting in Modern? Which import? import? Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> we all get out of here well it's not land destruction it's worse than land destruction it's like another thing that like hate bears gets to play I hate hate bears you wanted to put TNN into the format <laughs> oh man I hate this deck that stops me from doing things hey how about this TNN you can take 3 damage what? every single turn what's the most expensive Legacy only legal non reserved card. Force? Is it force? Yeah, it's probably force yeah. of will. And then after okay. that, after that, it's probably like what show and tell? Show and tell's like ten bucks. Yeah, it's like I don't know, like uh Grizzle Brand is it in the format, so no. Uh Emrakul oh, Emmer cool is, is legal and modern. Yes. Um Caracas? So is Grizzle Brand. Shallow Grave. Shallow Grave's on the reserve list. Is Caracas? And Caracas. Caracas is I'm assuming Caracas is what, like forty bucks? Maybe it's not that much. Um, a Caracas from Ultimate Masters is twenty one dollars. Yeah, maybe not a lot if we get Stifle, they'll also give us Dreadnought, and then I can live the dream. Seek Tack probably is is uh like close to like thirty dollars. Really, 
and Ultimate Masters. Oh, yeah. So after Force, which is... Let's see. So what's the cheapest Force you can pick up? Force of Nature is the answer, but I'm going <laughs> to type it up there. Um, so Eternal Masters, 374. Yeah, it's like the same price. They're all the same price. Or what? What's 10374? Is, is this the foil one? Probably. Oh, oh I think you said 74. I was like, I guess. What are you looking at? Eternal Masters, non foil. Yeah. Wow, that that there's something must be a, there must be something wrong. Alliances one is eighty one ninety seven. Eternal Masters one hundred three seventy four. It's a hundred bucks for a Force of Will. Yeah. So you're like ninety bucks on average for Force of Will. And after that, like the next most expensive non-reserved car that's only legal in Legacy is like twenty five bucks. So there's not a what, lot of what value. Is the, what is the next most expensive card? I I'm I'm trying to think like of it. Like sneak sneak attack is is close. Twenty three yeah. bucks. Ancient yeah. Tomb is is probably like what. $15. Oh, Ancient Tomb might be it. Actually, because that's, that's been... True or false, High Tide comes into Modern. Ancient Tomb, $22.85. <laughs> just an Ultimate Masters. I forgot about that. High Tide is an interesting idea. The other... Uh, There's no... I, is there even a combo deck for it in Modern? No. <laughs> it's not the most expensive card. I don't know why I'm even looking for it. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to just doing good. The most Quicken stays undoing. I, um... Anyway, so that was that's what I was just thinking. Like, there's no like value to be had by printing things that are legal only in uh, Legacy into this set. So yeah, the value is going to come uh, from the 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 new the brand new cards. The new cards, yeah. And I assume that though some of them will be um, rares, possibly mythics. Well, what are they? Let's let's talk about them. Let's start with Sarah because that's definitely mythic, yeah. right? Uh, and it's also incredibly disappointing. And whoever okayed this card should be drawing quartered. How do you put Sarah on a card and it's this bad? I, dude, it's a four mana four four. <laughs> I can't even find it to complain about it. What's it called, Sarah? The benevolent. benevolent? Okay, here we go. Sarah the benevolent. Uh, two white white for legendary planeswalker Sarah. Four loyalty plus two creatures you control with flying get plus one plus one until end of turn. Minus three, create a four-four white creature token with flying and vigilance. Minus six, you get an emblem with if you control a creature. Damage that will reduce your life total to less than one, reduces it to one instead. Um, and I'm set. I'm upset that this card is bad, but it is a mythic rare. Yeah, dude, it's a uh, anthem, <laughs> Sarah Angel worship. Yeah, it's uh, what Sarah's aviary. Sarah's Aviary. Yeah, it, this card Hopelands? is just, yeah. just straight up worse than uh, Alive Zendikar, right? Yeah. Sarah's Aviary. That's not a card. Yeah, Sarah it's a Aviary. card that's straight up her, her, plus one, her plus two or whatever. Well, that, that's a permanent. All creatures with flying get plus one, plus one. Um, yeah. Sarah Aviary on the reserve list, by the way. 79 cents. Um Buy them now. <laughs> Buy them now. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, whatever. The, the the worship emblem is pretty cool, but Gideon, what's it called, exists too. So, uh, another Gideon. Uh, the three mana Gideon that. The, 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 the Gideon Egyptian of the one. Trials. Gideon of the Trials, the Egyptian one. Gideon goes to Egypt. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about a more interesting card. The Ball Therapist. This card is so, this card is real to me in Legacy. Yep. Kapal Therapist, one black for a 1-1 creature horror with menace. And it has, at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, you may sacrifice a creature. 
When you do, choose a non-land card name, then target player reveals their hand and discards all cards with that name. Phil, why do you like this card so much? So, I mean, I like it for personal reasons. I've been, ever since Deathrite got banned, I've been looking for another one drop to put into Esper Mentor, like I had with the old Esper Mentor deck with Probe Therapy, Deathrite Shaman. Yeah. And I've tried things like Thraben Inspector and Doom Traveler and like looking for just like valuable one drops that either get you value on the way in or the, on the way out that you can just make your Cabal Therapies, the flashback turned on faster because the play pattern of my Esper deck was you wanted to have either a, a free spell to cast with your mentor after you cast it, a la Probe, or you wanted a Cabal Therapy in the yard, a creature on the board, then when you cast Mentor, you can sack that other creature, make a guy after the Cabal Therapy, so you just get value immediately off your Mentor on three. So you're not just playing a Grey Ogre that dies. Yeah. Um, and once Deathrite was gone, there were like the actual playable one, like one drop spells that wasn't stuff that you wanted to stay on the table. Like you have Delver and stuff like that, but like you want that card on the table. So it's not a good card to be sacking for your flashback. And the cards, the one drops to, that are actually playable that you can use for the flashback are really limited. It's like yeah. you have Grim Lava Mancer, who you want on the table, Delver, who you want on the table, you have Terramander now, who you want on the table. Like there's, there aren't really playable creatures unless you're, you're building an entire deck around those types of things, a la like Goblin Bombardment. Yeah. Um, Veteran Explorer. So this guy just making it so you have more Cabal Therapies ready to go. And then, like, the, the card originally got a bunch of flack because people were like, oh, it's not immediate. You know, it's like, oh, you have to wait a turn. And I'm like, yeah, you have to wait a turn on turn, the turn you cast it. But if this is on the table, think about, like, how they now have to play. Yeah, they got to either decide to kill that thing, wasting their removal spell, right? So you get a card that way. Guaranteed to get a card if they kill it, right? Or then they have to worry about, oh, man, I have two of this in my hand. Do I need to get rid of this card? Like, they have to decide to make a choice. And I always prefer uh, when there's a situation that lets my opponent make a bad choice. Menace, yeah, the, the, Menace the, the, figures into this a little bit, right? Because this is a this is not unblockable, but like it's not it, you, you're attacking when they yeah you're going to get in on one. turn t on on your turn too if you're on the play. That's for sure. So they play a three-bit inspector and block this. I can't. I forgot you played three-bit inspector. In your Dude, deck. I tried three-bit inspector, and obviously it wasn't good. But like. There was and, like that's how slim the I love that you are for one drop in legacy. I like I like to think that was my influence playing just objectively terrible cards. <laughs> um, it's like the only other card that you could play in that slot was like veteran explorer, but you're not exploiting the mana. Yeah. And then you also so don't. There was no reason to move into green. <laughs> yeah. So here, here, here's interesting. If this was a two one, would it be too good? Yes. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. But like, the the value of this card isn't to be a beater. It, well, it, here's the thing. If it was a the the fact that it's a one oh, you, you, one, I wait. think hurts this a little bit because I don't think it it does enough until you start losing other cards or you just sacrifice it itself. A one mana two one with menace plus a, a cabal therapy attached, a, a reusable cabal therapy attached. Yeah, but you got to keep pumping creatures into it. That's the the thing is like, but you don't the, have to do it. Right, but then it's just a one. Then it's just a then it's just a one mana two with menace that with menace. <laughs> And then they make, you know, two creatures and block it and kill it. <laughs> you I, know? I mean, in my mind, they were just like, they didn't start here, right? Like, they tried Cabal Therapy and then were like, oh, shit, this card's way too good. Yeah, what's, I, it makes me wonder what was so good about it. 
I think I think this is like I think the flashback, right? The free the free flashback. Can you imagine if Cabal Therapy in modern like the top deck is what is it Phoenix, right? If like Phoenix just got Cabal Therapy yeah, as well. Like, oh, uh, Young Pyromancer has played a lot in modern too. Yeah. I think like the the this card is actually pretty clever because you can tell like the pattern that they went through. Like there's no way they didn't start a Cabal Therapy to try it out, realize that it was too busted, but then still wanted to give the flavor of Cabal Therapy having the flashback. So they just made this dude every time you sack a creature, you get to use it forever. And that's just like actually cool the thing is it's like it's that it's a very restrictive timing to to sacrifice the creature you have to have another creature this thing has to have lived so th you there's a lot itself. going on you can sack itself yes but then, it, then it's cabal therapy with suspend one right or whatever suspend one for black for cabal therapy which i think is still pretty good i, I I'm, I'm i'm like i'm with you i think this card is very interesting i'm trying to figure out how to exploit it because it's not something you can do whenever you want. It's, you know, it's the, 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 the timing of it is so weird because you can't even wait till your second turn to cast a creature. Yeah, it's like a turn. It's like a turn three payoff for sure. It's a, it's either, it's either this card is a cabal therapy with suspend one or yet, like Zach said, you're not doing anything until, until turn three. But the thing is, is like, but imagine the thing you're doing, three, the thing you're doing you know? is cabal therapy. The thing you're doing is cabal therapy, which is really yeah. good. So it's also this is the this will be the first card in modern that is a discard spell that discards all copies of a card. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention like this card could be like a sideboard card for for like uh what's it called um uh affinity, you know, like a drop three you guys on also... turn one, this is one of them untap and I'll name the card the like wrath card that you you could play on turn 3 to like stop me from winning. Aside from the like your opponents now having to play around an impending cabal therapy because they don't know if you're just going to sack this dude or not, you also forget the, the aspects of the decks that would want a cabal therapy themselves. Yes. Yeah. Like if I play cabal therapy, like let's say I'm playing, you know, uh, uh, Goro's, Goryo's Vengeance deck, right? I go turn one, this guy. Now you have to go, okay, either I have to spend my, my turn one killing that thing or I'm going to have to like play in such a way that I'm going that I don't just lose the thing that I need to do. So like my play pattern now has to change if I have any agency over how that's going to go at all. So now I'm changing how you're going to play your turn. Plus, you don't know if I'm actually going to fire it off. And then what if I just like fire it off on myself, dump my grizzle brand and then Goro's vengeance it, vengeance it on turn two. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's the thing is like, and oftentimes uh, as uh, you know, as modern players, people are like, oh, I'll put this land to play tapped. It's turn one. You know, like this, this changes things. This card might just be like what that deck definitely wants, right? Goro's Vengeance wants a discard spell plus a, an outlet for itself. And if like you Goro's Vengeance back your dude, like, you know, during your upkeep or whatever, if you have a dude in your yard and this on it, like, okay, Goro's Vengeance, this dude in my upkeep or in my draw step. And then go to my pre-combat main phase and like sack the thing or whatever, you know? I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that, but yeah. Oh, well, I also didn't. I I didn't think about the, using it on yourself, which is a thing that Phoenix yeah, has already played exactly. in this format. Like, Phoenix and that's would the love number. To... And also the fa the fact that Shriekhorn is played in this format means that I guess there is value for like terrible one drop that just does the thing you want. If you like, have this guy online in Dredge, right? He well, I'm not saying it's in Dredge. I'm saying that Shriekhorn is a bad card that gets played as a four of in, in Modern because of Dredge. For sure. I'm just saying if you have this card in your Dredge deck, at a certain point... Sorry, I'm beeping. 
at a certain point, that means that you just get to Kapal therapy every single turn for the rest of the game. Right. The current dredge deck plays a little bit of black, so that's possible. In fact, I'm wondering why it doesn't play Citrus. Isn't Citrus Supplier better than Shriekhorn? Never mind. I'm not going to get into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so Citrus, well, oh, actually, I bet it is better than Shriekhorn with this card. You put yeah, your Citrus you Supplier in here, you put Shriekhorn in here. Did anyone say Icarid for a card that can be brought into, into modern? I bet that's not. not happening, though, in a zillion years. But, um, you just basically have, like, yeah. Grudge. You don't like what? What else do you need? Like, oh no, I don't have Golgari, Golgari Dream Patrol, Dream Patrol Dream but like I've got LED, plenty of other stuff. Yeah, LED, like, I guess. Yeah. Golgari Go, Go, Grave Troll is still the only is is in a class all its own. It's the only card to get banned from Rebanned. modern twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is safe. No, we made a mistake. <laughs> Whoops. I appreciate that they realized that they made a mistake and got rid of it though. Yeah, I love that they were like, you know, we're going to unban stuff to try things. You know what deck needs a propping up? This uninteractive deck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that, sorry about the dredge uh, sidebar. But um, yeah, it's a, that's the card's got the card's got implications. I just in legacy, I feel like it might be a step too slow. I think it's going to like be valuable. I think people always find ways for like these creatures when they have like the playable spells attached to them and their creatures, they're just way easier to find. And then they give you more value because there's easier ways to recur them. You know, yeah. like very few people were playing crucible of worlds, but a lot of people were trying out uh Ramanap guy. Yeah. Ramanap excavator. Excavator. Yeah. Excavator yeah. sees like, obviously he's fringy too, but he sees way more play than crucible. That, ever did. that might be the ceiling. Well, I don't know if that's true. I, bet, I think crucible see a lot of play back in the day. Like, after it was printed up until, like, what, you know? Yeah, when you had uh, strip mine? <laughs> no, I'm talking about, like, not in Legacy, right? It's in Mirrodin. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was played more in Legacy back then, but, but Stax was a playable deck. Um, I think that the Ramon of Excavator, but I think Ramon of Excavator is the perfect comparison. I bet you're right. That's the Cabal Therapist ceiling there, right? Like, Ramon of Excavator is going to see some play because there are some decks in the market for this effect. Which is a totally reasonable thing to have. Like, that's just like, it's obviously not a card that's going to like warp or change the format in any like spectacular way, but it's going to give a bunch of decks that want access to this kind of thing another tool that it being stable to a creature is just way better for it. Turns because on. Like, there's just, like, way more things you can do with creatures than you can with a uh, sorcery. Yeah, the other thing is just you have incidental like turns on death effects stuff. Turns on well. spectacle real well. Menace, yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, now now I'm into this card. Oh yeah, I'm into this card now. Yeah, you're I just like turn one this, turn to attack, light up the stage, cast another dude, and then on that on the following turn you're like, all right, Cabal Therapy, you do a bunch of stuff. I gotta tell you, I, I, my number one hope for this Modern Horizon set is that they screw up and make another light up the stage effect <laughs> because because my deck, the Epic Dart that uses Lava Dart to uh, light up the stage. Uh, is so close, so close to being good. It just needs one more light of the stage effect, <laughs> and uh, we'd be off to the races. Um, yeah, but that that's a good breakdown of Cabal Therapist. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what's interesting about this card specifically is that this is probably not the last card like this we see in this set. 
No, I think there's going to be a bunch of cards. This might that, be part of a cycle. Like th- there's a bunch of cards that are like too good, but if they were tacked on to something like this, where it slows it down or like, you know, you had to wait till summoning sickness, like survival of the fittest is pretty fucking stupid. Right. But, but Fauna Shaman sees no play. Yeah. Well, what about, uh, brainstormer? I think what's the show and tell, what's the show and tell creature from battle bond? Uh, Arcane, yeah, Arcane Artisan. Artisan. Yeah, Arcane Artisan might might, might find its way into. Well, what modern. about a one mana uh, brainstorm creature that works just like this guy? Oh, just like sack it, get a mm-hmm. brainstorm. That's a, that's a four of in every deck I'm playing. You know. So what about so like think you about think, like the, think, the quintessential card of that color. That's just brain. Hold on a second. Hold on. That's just brainstorm. You know. <laughs> Discard a card and then do brainstorm. That's unhappening. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, but it's a creature, right? Like. You can't snap Cavern on it, Brainstorm. You know, there, there's... That card would destroy Legacy. Cavern on Brainstorm. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the last thing we need. I'm not saying that they're <laughs> gonna do that. I'm just saying that this is the this is the design format that 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 I think is going to see more. I think we're gonna see more of this. Incidental card. Incidental card that finds its way into Legacy ha- or into Modern is Hapless Researcher. Right. I, I, yeah. You start to think of a lot of those once you start yeah. going down that path, right? Hapless Researcher. Um, accumulated knowledge was the one I thought yeah. of too, but I, it seemed kind of boring to mention it now. Portent uh, and predict, man, give it to give me. me. Come Kendall. on, <laughs> give me Portent. Legal and modern. Kindle is not legal and modern. Is there like a crappy Kindle that's legal and modern? I thought I, I thought that was a thing. Uh, I don't think so. There is uh, Take Inventory, which is a crappy uh, accumulated knowledge. The sorcery. Accumulated scene. knowledge at sorcery. Yeah. The, that only counts your graveyard. Yeah. Dude, give me Portent one time. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Ponder's way we... too powerful, right? But the slow trip, the slow trip is fine. What about just the guy, the, you know, the guy, with the, you know, like the guy from Portent with the wild bird thing on his, as, as your thing. Oh yeah, we're just going to, we're going to get Portent guy, not Brainstorm <laughs> guy. Yeah. So just like. Well, that's the thing. Port, that's interesting to talk about because Portent guy in Legacy is an interesting idea. You then know? you can unearth him. <laughs> you can unearth him. Yeah, unearth Portent? Come on. Um, Come on. The fact that you could unearth but like, the like so, so actually, you know, you've got that. Is like what about is. what about in like green? You know, like what what would you even like berserk berserk guy? guy? Okay. Uh, oh wow, berserk red? guy! Wow. What like bolt dude? I think bolt dude might be no. too good. <laughs> no, you're gonna get like worse. price of progress, bro. Oh god. No, you're gonna get you're gonna get light the, of the stage guy. The businessman of progress. You're, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the key grip. You're gonna get the like, ringmaster. Phil, Phil, you know you know who does stuff on stage, right? Like who's the, who's the lighting guy? What's what do they call him? Is that the key grip? No, the, you're thinking that's in film. The best boy in in, oh. in, in, <laughs> in in theater or in a circus. I think you would it would be uh it would be like uh Racky the spotlight. No, like what do you what do you call it? This lighting guy, light 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 guy. Yeah, it's a spotlight operator. <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's operator. no uh, technical term for a guy who holds a light. <laughs> Squee spotlight operator. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, we're at an hour. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we could be done for now. I think I think that's that that's good where where we're at right now. And then uh, you know we'll we'll have we'll have some more uh, ideas next week. Next week we'll also uh, have the epic uh, epic uh, Phil versus Zach on, on the topic of Delver uh, fist fight. Yeah. Do, yeah. Can, can can I spoil that sure, topic? Yeah. I think Delver is getting a double standard of what Deathrite Shaman had. Deathrite okay. Shaman was banned, and everybody was upset about it because it was ubiquitous. It was like 40% of the field. You knew you were going to go up against it 40% of the time because it made every single fair deck have to play Deathrite Shaman. 
And then at, go, looking at this past weekend, looking at the results, I saw is it Delver, Azorius Delver, Rug Delver, Bug Delver, Grixis Delver. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is why is the uproar where Deathrite was, but not where uh, Delver is? I'll I'll reserve percent my decks, uh... percent of decks. Percent of decks play Delver Secrets, eighteen percent. True Day Nemesis, twenty one percent. Snapcaster Mage, twenty one percent. What was it with uh? What's it called? Uh, Deathrite Shaman, something like thirty percent. You hover. Hovering around yeah, 38 yeah. was like the t- was the um, peak, which is a lot more, but it's two yep. colors. We'll get um, more into that I, next I'm, week. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to have this fight. I'm sorry we didn't get that. I do want to just we we should really shout out uh, our longtime patron and good friend Frankie Rodriguez who top aided oh. Grand Prix Los Angeles. Amazing, well done. Yes, that's great. Congrats to Frankie who Obviously is using uh, all of our modern knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He's he's gonna. Yeah, he's going to do even better next time now that he's heard this cast of what we think should be yes. in modern. We um, can also also shout out to uh, the last time there was a legacy uh, SEG in Syracuse was five years ago. And the winner of that tournament was Sam Rukas. And he was going back to defend his title. And sixth through 11th place had the same number of points. And Sam was number oh, 11. Man. So he's a top 11 friend, competitor. Friend so. of the show. Right, I did. <laughs> Uh, how did you guys do at Star City Syracuse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went I, one I and four, so and, and really it was uh, oh and five. We don't count the fact that my opponent did not know that he could kill both of my guys with a contagion. I went five, four, day one. was I, I knew the deck was going to steamroll Eldrazi, which I thought was I was going to run into. I ran into it twice uh, and crushed it, and then I was unprepared for Delver because I didn't think as much was going to show up. I played against Delver five times and lost to it four times. Um, but, uh, along the way, uh, a bunch of people were like, Hey man, love eternal dirtle. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I had a lot uh, of great, uh, just a lot of great feedback and like, uh, it was a real blast, like hanging out with people, you know, like we, I, I met uh, a couple, a couple cats off of Reddit that like had been reading our posts on Reddit and stuff. That so was, it was, it was a blast. Oh, great. Um, you met someone off Reddit who didn't try and stab you, which is awesome. You never know. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I'm really sad I couldn't make it. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll be around the next time this big event. I'm tentatively in for Niagara now, so we'll see. But I don't know if you guys are, which would be yeah. funny. But maybe I'll be there. I, I um, told uh, one of the one of the players who I played uh, in round, uh, I think two, three. I'm not. I forget. But uh, Jason Aldrich, who's a a listener of the show, he was there. He was getting back into Legacy. Shout out to him. Good games, man. Right. Great. Um, that's it for us, I guess, yeah, I right? Yeah, that's it. I just want to make sure that we haven't picked up any new patrons this week. I think we have not. Um, I've got some t-shirts that have to go out to a couple of people. Uh, so we'll get that taken care of. And uh, Guys, get that swag. Get the swag. Yeah, um, yeah get the swag. I've got, to, I've got to ship one uh, across the pond, so... Uh, getting on that. Uh, anyhow, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks. Where does he get those wonderful toys?